0: Entering into life through the narrow gate, this is part two. Matthew 19, the story of the rich young ruler, Uh, verse 16. Now, someone came up to Jesus and said, Teacher, what good thing must I do to have eternal life? And Jesus answered him, Why do you ask me about what is good? There is only one who is good. Now watch what Jesus says here in verse 17. And this is controversial, I know. But if you listen to the whole story as I'm presenting it, it shouldn't be. But uh, uh, the, Jesus said, if you want to enter into life, keep the commandments. Here's It's a big issue in Christianity because you have, you have uh, some people that all they want to do is keep the commandments. And uh, whether they know Jesus or not, and to them that's, enough for eternal life. And then you have those that, that come to the Lord Jesus and accept him and then turn away from him and they think that they're going to be all right because, and they're going to have eternal life because they accepted him at one time or another. And uh, even though they've never lived for him, they've never walked with him, they've never kept the commandments of God. Well, <clears throat> I'm here to tell you that these are two sides of one coin. You can't separate these. You can't separate keeping the commandments from coming and following Jesus, except if you're going to teach on it like he did here. But what I mean is they're part of the same equation. Uh, Jesus said, you want to enter into life? Keep the commandments. And then uh, the man comes back at him and says, which ones he asked? Well, that's a good question. Because there's different kinds of commandments. There's ceremonial kinds of commandments. Like, you know, they had the temple uh, uh, in those days, and they had animal sacrifices, and they had all these things. But Jesus was very clear which ones. He's not talking about uh, sacrifices or feasts and festivals or or, um, food laws or things like that, which were considered the ceremonial type commandments. He wasn't talking about that. He said, which ones? Jesus replied, do not murder. Do not commit adultery. Do not steal. Do not give false testimony. Honor your father and mother. And love your neighbor as yourself. So Jesus quotes part of the Ten Commandments, but he also quotes Leviticus 19.17. Uh, which talks about loving your neighbor as yourself. And he brings this all together. These are all part of God's moral guidelines. And this is what Jesus said he was talking about when he said, if you want to enter into this eternal life, then keep the commandments. But that's not all he said. And this is where people miss it. People miss it because they read that and they say, well, that's all I got to do is just keep the commandments. Well, if you keep the commandments without the rest of it, you're going to miss out. Because watch what happened here. The young man said to him, after he heard this, I have wholeheartedly obeyed all these commandments. What do I still lack? Now notice this. He had from his heart, I mean with his whole heart, obeyed these commandments. He was obedient to the moral guidelines of God, and yet he knew he lacked something. Something was missing. Well, Jesus begins by correcting the commandment, the moral commandment that he was missing. The first one he says, He said, If you want to be complete, if you want to be complete, go sell your possessions and give the money to the poor, and you will have great treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. But when the young man heard this, he went away sorrowful for he was very rich. He didn't even hear the part about come follow me. He was, <laughs> he only heard the part about go sell your possessions and give the money to the poor and you'll have treasure in heaven. Why? This young man had an issue with possessions controlling his life. God wasn't in first place, even though he kept the commandments. Jesus wasn't in his life, even though he didn't murder and didn't commit adultery and didn't steal and so on and loved his neighbor as himself. But he was missing here was covetousness controlled his life. He wasn't being actually generous and probably didn't understand quite what love your neighbor as yourself meant. And Jesus was correcting that. And I don't have time to get into this because money is not the root of all evils. The Bible says in 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse 10, it's the love of money that is the root of all evils. And it's living in covetousness. That's where the problem is. Where all you think about is you and your blessing and you don't ever think about helping others and you don't want, you're not generous. There's no generosity in you. Well, that's covetousness and Jesus was correcting that in this young man. But he also said, then come and follow me. Jesus wanted this young man to follow Jesus. And uh, we talked about this and looked at this because this all started with the question and the answer of the master concerning what to do to enter into life. And Jesus said it was necessary to obey the commandments. But like I said, there was something missing from the equation to be complete. Jesus said that he had to walk away from those things that were possessing him and follow jesus he had to become a disciple of jesus that's the only way he was going to be complete and i told you that revelation 14 12 talks about this and also twelve seventeen. revelation 14 12 says this requires the steadfast endurance of the saints those who obey god's commandments and hold to their faith in jesus now did you notice that it's not one or the other, it's both because they're together. You can't separate them. Those who obey God's commandments and hold to their faith in Jesus. Because if you say, oh, I came to Jesus, but then you never keep his commandments, then you believed in vain. Uh, <laughs> let me just tell you straight. And you say, oh, how could you say that? Well, I'm going to read it to you. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 1. This is what the Apostle Paul said. He said, brethren... I declare to you the gospel which I preach to you, which you also received, in which you stand, by which also you are saved. But that's not all he said. He said, if you hold fast that word which I preach to you, unless you believed in vain. Do you mean to tell me that there's some people that have believed in vain? Oh, yeah. There's a lot of people that have believed in vain. They walk down the aisle, they accept Jesus, they, they confess Him as, as their Lord and Savior, and then never live for Him the rest of their lives. And they think that that's all they needed. They don't need to do anything else. Well, no, Jesus said you got to keep the commandments. Once you come to Him... You are responsible and held accountable before God for keeping his holy moral commandments. That's a part of our life as a Christian. It's not just, oh, I came to Jesus one time and that was it. No, now that I have come to him, my sins have been washed away. Now, I refuse to live my life according to the pattern that I used to. I'm no longer going to live that way. I'm going to live for Him. I'm going to keep the holy moral commandments of God. I'm going to walk in His holiness and serve Him. I'm going to obey Him. Amen. Like I said, Revelation 14, 12. Obey God's commandments and... Not one or the other. It's obey God's commandments and... Hold to their faith in Jesus. Amen. Now, Matthew chapter 7, verse 13 again. Enter through the narrow gate, because the gate is wide, and the way is spacious that leads to destruction. And there are many who enter through it, but the gate is narrow, and the way is difficult that leads to life. It's not the broad way of many ways to God. (laughs) That's not Christian. That's devilish. And that's what... Oprah's trying to say there's many ways to God and the gurus. That's a lie. There's only one way. Jesus said, I am the way. And now if you believe him, you believe that word. I am the way. I am the truth and I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. That is the first thing. You come to the Father through Jesus. There's no other way. Don't even mess with it. That's, that's it. But now the second part of the glorious equation is, once uh, to enter into life is simple. Once you come to God and begin to follow Jesus, then you're responsible and accountable before God for how you live your life in this world. And Jesus said so. You love me, you'll keep my commandments. John chapter 14, verse 21, verse 23 and 24. You can't ignore holy conduct, after we come to Jesus, God will demand holy living out of every Christian. Do I have scripture to prove that? Oh boy, do I have scripture to prove that? But I'm just going to give you one portion of scripture. There's a bunch of them. You'll find a truckload of them in my book, A Call to Return, Restoring the Roots of Our Relationship with Jesus. It's it's th- these are, are are part of one and the same life. The Christian life is knowing Jesus and obeying God, obeying his commandments, following his word. Amen. All right. Now, let me give you this scripture. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 14 through 17. Are you there? I'm giving you just a moment to go find it. 1 Peter 1, chapter 1, verses 14 through 17. Now, watch what it says. Like obedient children. Now, what kind of children is he talking about? Obedient children, (laughs) oh my, do not comply with the evil urges you used to follow in your ignorance. But, now now, obedient children, oh, I met Jesus 40 years ago, I'm okay, I'm going to heaven even though I'm I'm in adultery. No, that's not going to work. What you practice in your life after you come to Jesus is extremely important. To stay hooked up with him. Very important. This is why it. it, it, the, the first thing he says, Peter says, Obedient children. Then he says, Don't comply with the evil urges you used to follow in your ignorance. Don't follow after that stuff. Don't do what you used to do that was against God's word, God's commandments. But, like the Holy One, who called you. Become holy yourselves in all your conduct. Uh, Some translations uh, say, I believe right here, in all your behavior. So, become holy in all your conduct. This is what you do every day. For it is written. Now, this is what is written in the Word of God. In the Old Testament, it said, you shall be holy because I am holy. And if you address as father, now, do you call God your father? Then he says, if you address as father, the one who impartially judges according to each one's work, live out the time of your temporary residence here in the fear of the Lord, or in reverence, some translations will tell you. Or in fear, this is talking about the fear of the Lord. Now the children of God are supposed to be obedient to the Lord and His holy moral commandments. We're not any longer supposed to be yielding to the former evil lifestyle that we practiced before we came to the Lord. Our lifestyle shall now, now that we know Jesus... And now that we've accepted him and received his sacrifice, it should be one that is pursuing holy conduct. Let us live our lives in such a way that it honors him above all others. It shows him great esteem and bows to him in complete respect. Now that's what fear of the Lord means that you uh, greatly esteem Him and His Word, you bow to Him, you honor His Word and His commandments. This is what it is all about once you come to the Lord. Amen. Amen. Now, I I, I see all the time on Internet, well, uh, 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 Jesus is uh, a relationship, you know, not, not a religion. Well, okay, amen, but relationship with God is not just I came one time to him. No, relationship means that you continue in it. Don't you have a relationship with your wife? Huh? Well, or your husband? Well, if you have a relationship with them, then that means that you don't stop talking to them, but it also means that you don't stop submitting to each other and helping each other and being a blessing to each other and honoring each other, all of that is a part of the marriage relationship, or else you don't have a marriage, amen, now this is important folks, uh, because people have thought that you come to Jesus, and that's all the relationship you need, you walk down the aisle, shook the hand of the pastor, and now you say, oh I'm born again, born again, born again, and then you never serve the Lord, that's a lie, you've received, you believed in vain, but no, once you receive the Lord, now you resist doing those things you did before. You begin to walk in holiness. You begin to follow the Lord. This is all part of the same equation. And both of them have to do with entering into life. Amen. Now, I could go on and share some things with you. But, uh, well, actually, let me, just, let me just say this to you. Uh Jesus said, if you love me, you'll obey my word. You remember that? John chapter 14, verse 21, 23, and 24. Amen. Well, uh, the, uh, the words of Jesus, we read them both in Matthew, Matthew chapter 7 and also Matthew chapter 19. What is the word of Jesus? <laughs> well, the word of Jesus, you want to enter into life? If you want to enter into life, Keep the commandments and then come follow me. Now that's the word of Jesus. If anyone loves me, he'll obey my word. And my father will love him. will come to him and make up, take up residence uh, with him. But now, notice this scripture in the book of John. This portion of scripture. John chapter 12. This is very important, folks. Okay, we have a lot of crazy stuff that people don't get because they haven't understood what the Bible says. Uh, But I'm reading to you the words of Jesus. Now watch this. Jesus says in John chapter 12, verse 47, If anyone hears my words and does not believe, again, you want to enter into life? Keep the commandments. But also he said, I am the way and the truth. Now it's interesting, the truth that Jesus is is the Word of God. That's what He is. Remember He said that? John. Cha- I mean, the Bible says that in John chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Amen. And the Word, verse 14, became flesh and dwelt among us. Now, that was Jesus. Amen. And uh, we hear the Word of Jesus, and some people want to actually deny the words of Jesus in the Gospels. Because they're foolish and they've been deceived by the devil. But uh, uh, you can't <laughs> ignore the words of Jesus in the gospel. Because listen to what he says. Verse 47. If anyone hears my words and does not believe, I do not judge him. For I did not come to the world to judge the world, but to save the world. And somebody said, Oh, see, the Lord never judged me. <laughs> Wait a minute. You haven't read the rest of this. Watch this, verse 48. He who rejects me and does not receive my words. Now watch this. This is two, 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 two parts. Rejecting Jesus and not receiving his words. Has that which judges him. So yes, people will be judged. How? The word that I have spoken will judge him in the last days. Now, did Jesus say that or did he not say that? That means that God's going to hold up the word of Jesus and look at people and if they... Now, it's twofold. They rejected him and his words. you got to watch this real close because that's why we receive Jesus as Lord and Savior and then we proceed to keep His commandments, His moral guidelines for our lives because that's a part of the holiness and the respect that we show the Lord Jesus. And I wanted to share this with you because you need to see this. Yes, the word that He has spoken will judge us in the last day. And Now watch this. For I have not spoken, this is verse 49, John chapter 12, for I have not spoken on my own authority. But the Father who sent me gave me a command, what I should say and what I should speak. So when Jesus said, You want life, you want to enter into life? This is the narrow way. It's twofold. It's one really, but it's two two parts to it. Keep the commandments follow Jesus. Those two things are actually (laughs) closely tied together. You can't do one without doing the other. It's an impossibility. That's why the book, again, the book of Revelation uh, puts it all together and says um, that the children of God are those who keep the commandments and hold to the testimony about Jesus. Amen. Those who obey God's commandments and hold to their faith in Jesus. Revelation 14, 12 and Revelation 12, 17. And uh, get a copy of my book and be blessed. Uh, People are being blessed mightily uh, through the word of the living God in this book because I deal uh, with a lot of detail concerning the scripture in some of these areas. Uh, because it's, it's important that people understand what, what, what the Bible is saying. Not what Dan Rodriguez is saying, but what the Bible is saying. I'm reading to you the words of Jesus. Now, are we going to believe his word or not? Well, <clears throat> I believe that everybody listening to this podcast, you're going to make up your mind. I'm going to follow Jesus and follow his word and keep the moral commandments of God. Amen. Be blessed.